You're listening to the G-Force Podcast, presented by Burke Brokerage Real Estate. Hi, this is Gigi Burke with Burke Brokerage and G-Force, and we have Joe Geruso back with us to give us some more details about three things that are coming up for a vote in October. So, Joe, why don't you just give us a rundown on what those are? Thanks. I appreciate it. So there's three different things, as you said, that will will be on the ballot. The first is what I call a tourism tax. To be very clear about this, this is on short-term rentals and the fact that they are taxed right now at a lesser rate than hotels. So it's only on the people who are checking in to short-term rentals, guests, and obviously that's primarily um, people from out of town or, or coming to stay here in New Orleans. And so that is 6.75% tax on those tourists, 75% of which will go to infrastructure needs, uh, the other 25%, if I can do my math right, um, would would go to tourism. So uh, the the big point there is obviously we're trying to find more money so we can clean catch basins and Mm -hmm. do street repair and, and deal with all the drainage issues. And really, this is something that's not on the backs of people who live in the city. Right. So that's, that's I think, the real point of emphasis there. The second one is a bond issuance for $500 million. Uh, that means the city has the capacity to go to the market and in three different phases put bonds out r- roughly between $150, $170 million to do major capital improvements. Um, those primary purpose of that is for streets and infrastructure, but also can be used for other purposes like buildings and libraries and maybe even affordable housing. Um, and for those of us who know sometimes down the street our, that library um, can have some issues um, uh, that haven't been tended to. There's also senior centers around the city. Uh, but but obviously the, the focus for me at least would be seeing the bond money spent on streets and infrastructure. And that's, and that's what we want. The other thing I, I do want to mention there is when uh, the administration came before the council, um, as a selfish district council person, I, I asked for a commitment that that $500 million would be split up equally between all of the five districts, and they said yes. So I think that's another important thing to know. So if you live in, in District A, it's $100 million. District D, where you have the Lakeshore areas, they're gonna, that area will get $100 million. Well, it's, it's fair. Right. It's it's fair because they're they're all parts of the city that need work and um, that money needs to be spread around. Uh, And then the last piece that the mayor is proposing is a new tax of three mills that would be used to support infrastructure and public safety. So the purpose of that would be to help maintain, repair, rebuild roads, bridges, drainage, but can also be used for other purposes, for example, like buying police cars. Um, So uh, that is something that that, that voters are going to have to consider because unlike the first one, which is a pure tourism tax, the last one is something that would be added to to your tax. To tax bill. It sounds like they kind of overlap in a lot of cases because it sounds like there would be funds allocated for infrastructure like roads and bridges from all three of these options. That, that's right, they do. Um, the, I think the, the 
the biggest difference is obviously the first one is is purely from people who are coming to town or going to be here. The second one, the way I think of it, um, maybe too simplistically, is that they're big capital improvements. Okay. It's it's for things that you can't spend maybe a few hundred thousand dollars on. It's going to be much more expensive than that. And I'll give you, I'll just give you what, what my ideal world would be. Would be if you look at a map and you see where the street is supposed to do FEMA work on certain streets, you'll often see a street one or two over that isn't set to be paved or reconstructed. Mm -hmm. Well, let's take that bond money and do it for that street, right? right? So that way you make the neighbors happy and you try and do it. And then the last piece, in theory, is supposed to be to support the other pieces, right? And so you're, you, you might need equipment to for Department of Public Works okay. or radios for the police department or new fire trucks um, or police cars, so um, that that one is is in support as in you support. sort of said right. of the first two. So okay. let me ask you this: Is it one vote or is it three different votes? That's a great question. It's three different votes. Three different votes. So you'll have the full slate of candidates to vote for who are qualifying for office and will be qualified. Um, there will also be at least one charter amendment about um, reclassifying something called the Human Rights Commission that right now is an advisory board that the mayor wants to make a formal board. And then there will be three separate places on the ballot. So um, for people who decide I can, I can get more comfortable with one or two of these and not all three, they can vote one way. For people who say yes, 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 they can vote yes three times. And mm -hmm. look, I think to be fair, some people are going to see tax, and no matter <laughs> no matter what right, it is, right. no, no, no. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that that's the, the, obviously those are the range of possibilities. If you were talking in our last segment about rolling back millages, and that wouldn't happen until November or December, so this vote is actually coming before you would know what your property tax bill is. The, the answer is yes. Um, the vote comes before you know what your taxes are. And and what you're doing is saying we are adding three new mills to the property taxes that are already there. So that is that is going to be something, frankly, the mayor's office is really going to have to explain to people about, hey, we're worried about our assessments, mm -hmm. number one. We really do not have control other than voting people out later mm -hmm. on on the rolling the millages forward. And now all of a sudden there's these three new mills that we're asking people to look at. So it's 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 a point that um, I will I will, I have made and will continue to make is that people have to get really comfortable with this and there has to be a real narrative around how is the money spent and why is the time right right now, particularly in light of the assessment issue. So if they vote in October and say the the new tax, the new three mills was passed, how quickly does that go into effect? It won't go into effect till 2020. Okay. So, so it won't be on your 2019. It would be, it would be well, you're paying taxes in January for 2020. Would it be on your 2020 property tax bill? I think the answer to that is yes. Okay, I think so. so it's pretty quickly that if the decision is made, it's pretty quickly that it goes into effect. That's right. That's okay. exactly right. Well, I think the other thing is, is people want to make sure that the money is being used wisely. So I think any communications that City Hall can give to the neighborhoods as to where the money has been going, I think that would really give them confidence in voting for something like this. Well, there's two parts to that, Gigi. One is you're absolutely right. That's one of the things we constantly talk about. If you look at the city budget, it's an 800-page book. It's literally that many pages, and it's hard to figure out. And look, I spend 
almost a month looking at everything and in hearings and I have trouble connecting all the dots. Yeah. So, so think how hard it is yeah. for, for everyday citizens who are relying on us to get it right for them. Um, and number two, I think you're right about, um, about the language itself. Remember, um, the, the council questioned the initial ballot language because it was so broad. It would, could have been used for uh, furnishings, software, other things, and we were just saying, well, that may be a little bit too vague of a purpose, and it's going to be really too big of a bite-off for people. So when you're talking about these three mills, let's explain to people what exactly you mean. It means we're going to buy this many police cars. It means we're going to spend this money on the streets. This is what you can expect to get in return. And and, and the more definitive you are, and, and sorry for the bad pun when you're talking about infrastructure, the more concrete yes. you are, <laughs> right, the more comfortable people will get, right? Because, because history Absolutely. shows people, well, and, and look at the last two millage votes and being perfectly fair. The senior millage failed, I think, in large part because people didn't understand it, where it was going, what it was going to be used for. When the parks millage came, it was, we know all of these entities, we know where the money is going, we see how it's been used in the past, and we're comfortable with it going forward. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think communication and transparency is vital for people to really understand, because if they don't have real knowledge or real understanding... Their answer is going to be no, probably 95% of the time. And, and we spend, Debbie, we spend so much of our time at neighborhood meetings trying to go around and say, hey, look, this is something you may not know about. So this is what the budget looks like, and this is sort of um, how the money's spent. And so, for example, people don't often realize that of the billion-dollar budget that we have in the city, 17% is spent on the police. That's a pretty fair amount the total amount of our budget that goes to just one department. Uh, and the same token, I think we all have an obligation to explain what's going on. And by the time this podcast airs, we will have sent to our neighborhood leaders and to uh, constituents an email explaining the reassessment process, the millages, the roll forward, as well as um, a little blurb on, on these three things that will be on the ballot. Is there anywhere else that... Uh average citizen can go to get the information on this is there like can they go to the city website and get information on these items that are coming up for votes really the only thing i can think of is if people want to get the ballot language that would be in part of the resolutions that were passed that's where they can get it but that's what we're trying to do is so just to give you a small example i have a slide that says three ballot initiatives and then it says 6.75 percent occupancy tax and i think in parens it says tourism and then how much money it's going to raise and then the last box is 75 percent infrastructure 25 percent tourism and then the next box is 500 million dollar bond the bond mm -hmm. issuance 500 million dollars capital improvement streets mm -hmm. libraries public buildings affordable housing and then the last one so what we're trying to do really the I believe the essence of being a good communicator is taking very, very complicated and wordy subjects mm -hmm. and distilling them very, very simply. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this this morning, in fact, I got to the office early so I could take all this information. And we have it on five PowerPoint slides right now. So awesome. we're, we're trying to be – well, we're trying to be uh, – I'm, I'm, I have a problem. I'm, I'm better at, I'm better in writing about, <laughs> about not being so wordy, but not so much in person. So much of this is communication on the front end. Mm -hmm. When people feel yes. like the wool is being pulled over their eyes, or it's government as usual, or whatever cliche you want to use, they get uncomfortable. When you say to somebody, 
this is a new tax this is what it's going to be used for this is the intended purpose you make your decision then it's a lot easier for people to have buy-in one way or the other. And, and, and people have different philosophical issues. I don't want to be taxed. I think I'm taxed enough versus, hey, I believe infrastructure is so important and I'm convinced that this money is going to go to these purposes that I'm willing to accept that burden right now. But but I think that's our job, mm -hmm. right, is, is to take that information and make it as simple as possible. Well, the millage that's already going towards um, the street repairs, you said not all of it goes there, but yet we're paying, we're, you're asking us to vote more towards that. So that would be one of my questions is why isn't the money going there and how do we fix that before we ask them to put more money towards that? So that, that happened several years ago, and, and I think once um, it was pointed out, it stopped happening. Oh, uh, right. Okay. So it actually it hasn't happened in a okay. few years, but okay. it's, a good, it's a good point. But your point is well taken, which is, hey, why are we going to add something if the money isn't going for the stated purpose? And, and we don't want to do that. In my view, the problem here is sort of a chicken and egg one, right? There are a lot of people who say, I pay a lot of money. The city has a lot of money. Um, I'm not seeing return that I feel like I deserve and that I'm paying into the system. Why do we need more? On the other hand, we have a crumbling infrastructure system that's been neglected for decades that's going to take billions of dollars to fix. And so you, you're going to need sources of revenue to make sure we're in a city where you can drive down the streets without breaking your axle and you're not playing puddle or pothole and um, the drainage is working the right way. So. Again, it goes back to the transparency point mm -hmm. that you are both raising about how the money is spent and then showing. That's other piece I think when you talk a lot about is, okay, it's one thing to say we spent money on X. Show people, right? right? Show people. This is, hey, we said we we're going to spend money on West, West Lakeview Group A. Go take pictures. There's work going on right now in West Lakeview, yeah, right? Take pictures. Show folks this is what's happening. Because um, I don't think every, I think the people who live on Argon don't necessarily appreciate what's being done on 14th Street. And I get it because it's not right near them. Um, and then, and then the second piece is is just being ruthless and making sure that you're explaining it, explaining, explaining it, and then let let people decide. And I think that's another big thing for me is. Um, there are some decisions that, as the representative, that fall squarely on your shoulders and uh, that you make. But per particularly when it comes to taxes and, and, and putting a burden on people, I, I generally think it's better to let people make their own decisions about that. Well, I think it's important with these podcasts for people to share the information with their community. If they do open it and listen to this podcast, I think it's really important for them to share this type of information because I think that is part of the problem is just getting the word out there. So anything that you can do in that order to continue this, I think, is very important. The other thing is, um, I think in a, a year now and four months that I've been in office, I've missed maybe three neighborhood meetings anywhere in District A. So, well, but my point is, come to them. We're there to answer your questions right. and, and, and to provide the information. Um, and, and I realize one of the things... GG2 is how do we get information to people who don't maybe use a podcast too, right? right? So it's, okay, email is good. Podcasts are good. Social media is good. Right. Uh, but also the media that mm -hmm. we forget. A lot of people still watch the news, yes. obviously, mm -hmm. and we want to make sure that they're covering this correctly. The, the newspapers are a huge source for us as well. 
and uh, tinkering with how we can try and get get that information. And one of the things I've even asked my staff about is, can we you know print these handouts maybe and and have them place? Obviously, we're not going to have. 70,000 for everybody who's in District A, but if we can get a couple hundred out there, that might be nice for people to be able to Good take them. Yeah, that's yeah we'd be happy to help distribute any kind of information that helps our citizens make a good decision. And Joe, we really appreciate all your support. You're always there for us if we need you. We've, As you know, we've called on you for a lot of issues for clients. So thanks so much for all you do. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you all so much. Thanks, Joe. Thank you for listening to the G-Force podcast presented by Burke Brokerage Real Estate. Please subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes and visit us online at gforcebygg.com.